Welcome to the Outcomes Rocket Podcast, where we inspire collaborative thinking, improved outcomes, and business success with today's most successful and inspiring healthcare leaders and influencers. And now your host, Saul Marquez. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I have the privilege of hosting Vina Somoretti. She's the co-founder at Neuro Rehab VR. She's merging healthcare and technology to enhance patient care. And as we wrap our heads around virtual reality and how these new emerging technologies can help us do better and improve outcomes, she's got a lot of interesting ideas and answers. Prior to that, she was the chief technology officer of Future Sight AR, as well as a fantastic mind in the space of medical and uh, virtual reality. So, Vina, I'm so glad that we're able to, to connect and uh, get you on the podcast. Thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me. I'm excited about it. Likewise. So, is there anything that you want to? fill into the gaps of the intro that I just uh, laid out for folks? Yeah, that sounded good. Other than that, I was also working on my PhD a couple of years ago, uh, creating virtual reality uh, simulation and training. And I have a background in computer science and game design and development. And that's how I kind of got into VR. Love it. Love it. And what is your PhD in then? I did not finish it, but it was oh, okay. uh, in virtual reality itself for oh, okay. me- medical nice. simulation and training. Yeah, Love it. Hey, listen, uh, when you get to it, there's uh, so much to be done that you're probably just like, wow, I got to get my head out of this book and <laughs> hit the road. <laughs> that, that was pretty much it. Yes. I love it. That's wonderful, Vina. And so... I'm interested in in what inspires your work in healthcare. Can you tell me more a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. I think, like like you said, while I was in a lab in in a university, I felt like whatever I created wasn't really being used by somebody outside the lab. So right now, helping people, uh, their physical therapy, their cognitive training, and being for them even to able to reach their goals is incredibly satisfying and uh, making a difference in somebody's life and. And as you know, how healthcare is going right now, the future of healthcare, being able to contribute to that piece and the changing and the advancement of this whole industry is what really keeps me going. I think it's great. At the end of the day, it is how we're able to impact people with with the things that we do. I'd love to learn a little bit more about neuro rehab. Tell us more about the company, the focus, and what you guys are doing to uh, improve outcomes. Yeah, sure. And I can start with a little bit of how we started and how all of this came about. So uh, my co-founder, Bruce Conti, his son had a brain injury about four years ago, and he needed this robotic systems for his son for gait training. He couldn't really find one in the metroplex of Dallas-Fort Worth where we are. So we had to go to Houston, which is about five hours away, but that didn't really mm-hmm. work out for them. So he ended up buying the robotic system for a clinic because he couldn't buy it as a private individual. So he started a clinic. And now this clinic just grew and we have about 130 patients uh, with more systems. And in that time, he was looking at virtual reality because I read a lot of papers, how it was useful for physical therapy, cognitive training, and that's how we we met. And we started this little company inside Hmm. the Neurological Recovery Center, which is a clinic that sees patients with brain injuries, spinal cord injuries, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, and also kids with cerebral palsy. Wow. 
to go into your question, we create virtual reality applications for physical and cognitive therapy and also mm-hmm. occupational training. We get a lot of feedback from our patients and our therapists that use our systems every day. And that's been amazing for us as technologists to be able to create something and give it to somebody and the user right in front of you and getting that feedback has been incredible. So we're on, it's the lead methodology on steroids. That's yeah. how we work in the clinic, yeah. Wow, that's awesome. And a very inspiring story. Not everybody could do that. You know, not everybody could have a problem and then can't address it as a consumer. So you start a, a practice. <laughs> right. I mean, incredible. And then you team up with outstanding people to take it to the next level. Uh, it's a very inspiring story. Tell us a little bit more about VR. You know, VR is is something that, you know, more people are, are hearing about. There's more companies coming out with solutions in this space. But what is it about VR that you believe is going to transform healthcare? And what are you guys doing differently compared to other companies there? Okay. Yeah. So virtual reality, if you want to think about it, everybody has played games in their life. That's uh, be it be cell phone games or just computer games, but imagine that you're inside the game. Uh, that's, that's the way I would like to describe it. So there's, it's a computer generated world and you can interact with these items in this world and you're fully immersed. What I feel that could change in healthcare is especially for our patients and watching them use it and a normal physical therapy practice. Traditional physical therapy right now kind of isolates your physical therapy from your cognitive therapy. Mm. But I feel like the mind and the body always work together and you kind of need to hit both at the same time. And that's something that we can do with virtual reality together. And we've seen that when we put our patients in VR, they kind of forget about what they cannot do. Because imagine somebody who had a stroke, their life completely changed overnight. Now they're in a wheelchair. They can't do normal things like brushing their teeth or dressing and they have to go to therapy on top of that. Their life has fully changed. And after a year or two of doing this, they've come to this point, they know the things that they cannot do and it's kind of ingrained in them. Mm-hmm. They know their limits. But suddenly you put them in this VR environment where they cannot see their actual limbs. They see an avatar and mm-hmm. they don't have a reference point to what they cannot do at this point. And that we've seen people end up doing things they've never done before. They're go from their limits of stability, move away from their midline and center of gravity, their increases in range of motion, they're doing things they've never done before. That is amazing. You can trick your brain and take out that mental barriers to what you cannot do. And what I love about VR is there hasn't been much technological innovations when it comes to tools that therapists can have. They still mm-hmm. use stress balls, pool noodles, but they're very creative and inspiring people. And you've been been able to give this tool to them. I've seen them do things that that I would have never thought about as coming from not a PT background. So we are augmenting and enhancing the abilities of these physical therapists with virtual reality. I think it's great. I just pictured myself or even a patient, you know, I pictured the limitations that you see and then you put a headset on and, I, and I've tried different ones, you know, at conferences and things like that. And yeah, you sort of, like you said, trick your brain into the idea that there's more. And then you push mm-hmm. your body to that, beyond that limit that you set for yourself. I mean, that, that's a solid value prop. Right. 
and I've seen that happen to me too. Like when I'm doing, when I'm playing VR on my own and I'm trying to beat levels and I'm I when I start off I feel like this is too hard I can't do this. Yeah. But in a few couple of weeks I'm able to beat these levels, so you're enhancing your abilities too. Hmm. So interesting. And the other thing too that comes to mind is a lot of us. I do my best, but we live sedentary lives. We sit at work. We <laughs> sit at home, and you know it's it's there's a lot of sitting. There's promise around uh, VR and wellness. What are your thoughts about that? Oh, I think it's great. Like I'm guilty of sitting around too, and especially when there's a lot of travel involved and mm-hmm. we're traveling or sitting. But I think it can be an incredible, incredible tool. And I use it too. I play a lot of Beat Saber. And that's what I've been doing the last week because I've not been, I haven't been to the gym the last couple of months yeah. because of all the conferences that has been happening, but I can come home and play a couple levels and it's getting my <laughs> body moving I and I it. feel yeah. great. And there's box VR. So I use that too. It feels like uh, you have to use the right kind of motions that you would do in real boxing. Other than the physical fitness, there's also the cognitive part. You can play games that are more uh, engaging for your mind. You're solving puzzles and things like that. And that translates obviously to all our patients too. We make sure that we add cognitive elements into the physical therapy, maybe that there's pattern matching or memory or so that there's, you know, a cognitive skills are always added for that physical therapy too. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a really neat thing. So, you know, the people that are listening right now, obviously looking for ways to to get better, do more for patients and their businesses, as they start to think about how they could work with you or, or incorporate the solution, help us understand who your customers are and, and how you're, you're helping them. Okay. Yeah. Right now, our uh, customers would be uh, clinics, which are outpatient clinics and also mm-hmm. hospitals with inpatient health, health patients departments. We work with patients who've had a stroke or a brain injury, spinal cord injuries, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's. And the diagnosis keeps increasing every day because uh, we see that it works for like a whole range of diagnosis and patient abilities too. And that's how we build our application so that anybody who's maybe an athlete who had a spinal cord injury will still be able to use it or somebody who's very low level uh, mm-hmm. brain injury and have very little movement can use it too. And we do that with being intelligent about how we create our software. Gotcha. Very interesting. And to work with us, we sell directly to outpatient clinics and the hospitals right now. We are also coming out with a home therapy solution for next year. So then we'll start working with a home therapy organization to take therapy where it needs to be. That is the home of the patient. And we do not sell directly to customers at the moment, but that's something that we are thinking about. Hmm. Very interesting. So with the clinics and hospitals, Vina, are are they incorporating it into their their typical care care pathways? And then is there are there reimbursement pathways for it or, or how does that work? Mm-hmm. So uh, typically what happens is if a patient comes in for an hour or two of therapy, mm-hmm. they currently use VR for 20 to 25 minutes and it can be billed. There are CPD codes that it's being build under it's not specifically for virtual reality but it's the therapy that you're doing with it Got and it. we've not had any pushback but eventually i would like to have a separate code for using vr hopefully that's ha- will happen in the future but what we've noticed with the clinics that we are at is some patients really get into it mm-hmm. and they come in for one hour of therapy 
and they end up doing one to one and a half hours of VR because they're so into it. They see the benefits and that's cool. One, they're motivated. They want to beat their previous score and their cardiopulmonary efficiency is increasing because now they're staying in therapy for longer periods of time and they see their stamina increasing too. Just like how you, if you go to a gym for consistently, you know, you're getting better. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's really neat, Vina. And yeah, I mean, in the end, we're, we're after outcomes. And right. if you're doing PT, PT with VR that, that gets you more engaged and keeps you on the track longer, why not? Right, and, and, you, have, sense. and you have measurable outcomes too. We'll be able to quantitatively tell you how you're getting better and you can also uh, look at your goals and see if you're reaching them. And that's happened to us too. For us, oh, we've had okay. patients who have not been, we change our environment such that they can make sure that they're measuring. And they get so good, we had to go back and add more levels because they finish all the levels. <laughs> that's funny and awesome. <laughs> right, yeah. More uh, you know, for us, but it's good. <laughs> yeah, get to work, get to work, guys. Yeah. And so, wow. So, you know, the interesting thing then is that with the actual headset and the hand gear that you put on, the output is metrics. Whereas when you're doing it without it, it's a little more difficult to quantify, right? Exactly. And physical therapists do as what they can do to make sure they're measuring because it's all, that's also tied to insurance. But, but being able to measure every time somebody's mm. doing physical therapy is amazing because now they have more data, more data that they can rely yeah. on to uh, make sure that they change the therapy plan or make sure that the patient is on a path to optimal recovery. And the other thing that you can do is show a patient subtle changes. Maybe there is somebody who's been to physical therapy for a really, really long time, five, six years, and they've almost given up, but they come back. And then you're measuring something subjectively by looking at what they can do. It's really hard. But if you're measuring it quanti- in using numbers and quantified to decimal points, you can show these subtle changes to these patients and say, you are making progress, but it's really slow, but you should keep going. And there's a chance that you can get to recovery. Love it. I, did, I never thought about that, but the measurement component is also something of huge value. Fascinating. Do you have a, a story, a success story of maybe a way that the therapy you and your team are doing with virtual reality has helped somebody in a big way? I have so many, but <laughs> I can uh, talk about a couple, uh, one. I think uh, we had a kid who's had a tumor removed from her brainstem mm-hmm. and she was really uh, nauseous. She cannot stand on her feet. If she looks down, she falls down, she collects herself and then she ends up falling backwards. A lot of movement issues and she's learning how to walk again. Uh, one of her therapists did a lot of research on how to make her nausea go away, be able to uh, make her stand better. Uh, her whole goal was to get back to school. She loves school. And she, she's, into, she's an athlete. She wants to go wall climbing. She wants to do everything that she was doing before she had a surgery. And our therapist, we've seen somehow when they put her in VR, she's more stable. She's not as wobbly. We are still trying to figure out why. And then she's still feeling nauseous, but she is working through it because she's, it's just more fun and mm-hmm. more functional. And she's staying in it for longer amounts of time. And then Using VR, our therapist was able to get, and also other traditional therapy because he was putting on an intensive therapy. She was able to like go back to school. Wow, that's great. 
that's a wonderful story. And, and they enjoy it. Right. So if like you're, if you want to go in yourself or if your kid, gosh, you know, if I had to put my son through something and I see that he's enjoying it versus dreading it, that's exciting. And and it's even more interesting. Right. And her parents also bought her a VR system for home so she can you know, continue doing this. Love it. At home too, yeah. I love it. Uh, big promise here, folks. Uh, think about what you could do with virtual reality, you know, physical therapy, neural rehabilitation, uh, the work that Vina and the team at Neuro Rehab VR is super interesting. Definitely check them out. We'll include their website in the show notes at outcomesrocket.health. In the search bar, type in Vena, V-E-E-N-A. You'll see all that, all the links in the show notes. Vina, what are you most proud of in your career thus far? I think uh, building this company as an immigrant just five years ago, I was not in a status where I could even start a company. But being able to do that, being able to make impact in a potential impact that we have for this company is changing life and for millions of people. And that's what I'm proud of. And it's really great to be able to do what you always wanted to. Yeah, that's awesome. Congratulations on that. Thank you. And and what, what would you say is your most proud business accomplishment thus far? I think it's the small things. It's mm-hmm. small things where you have a patient come in and then they are, uh, they've given up. But yeah. then they see these small changes that they're able to do and they're able to do things they've never done before because we take a video and show it back to them. This is what you're actually capable of. That kind of gives them hope. And then there's a point where, you know, it keeps increasing, that hope keeps increasing. And it's uh, now they're gotten to a point where they are able to do things like brushing their teeth or going to the grocery store or picking things off a shelf that, that has not happened for years. And that's what is keeps us going, keeps us inspired, and we're really satisfied about that. That's definitely great. And how about one of your biggest setbacks that you've experienced? <laughs> and what was one of the, the learnings that you pulled out of that? I think when you're trying to build a company, there's like setbacks and a roller coaster ride almost every day, ups mm. and downs. I, I go through so many emotions in a day sometimes. <laughs> and I think the biggest setbacks was in the beginning where we didn't really understand how to build VR for somebody who does not have the same abilities as a healthy person. When I created the first game, it when I tried it out, it worked for me. It didn't work for the patient. And then... I went back and fixed it and then it worked for one patient. It didn't work for the next one. Yeah. That was our biggest learning and also a setback where we realized the way the body works for somebody who's had a stroke or a brain injury is very different from how my the functionalities that I have. And that right. was a big key learning. Then that kind of set the ground to how we started to build our apps. And so that became maybe the 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 foundation for, mm-hmm. for how you built the apps and disease or condition specific. Right. And functionality. And And functionality. Okay. Very interesting. And I'm sure it was just like a total gut punch when you built it and then built it again and it just like didn't work. I mean, what kept you in the game, Bina? Uh, Always. I mean, the feedback, right? Yeah. It's it's always good to know what's not working. Then it'd be telling you, you know, this is great. This works. The feedback, negative feedback, or you know, constructive criticism, criticism that you get, and always asking them what's missing. Tell us what's missing, and we'll build it for you. The therapists uh, started to have more ideas. They once they started using VR, they kept telling us, you know, 
what we can build net and what they really need and what is not filling the gap outside of VR that kept us going and the opportunities that we have. And I feel like we've only scratched the surface as to what we can do with this technology because it's still in the early stages. There's the graphics has gotten better. There's we can start adding AI into it. There's so much we can do. And and I feel like the opportunity is what keeps love me excited it. about it and the possibilities. I love it. That's great. Yeah, you know, it's a combination of the excitement of the future, but also the feedback that you're like, okay, well, I'm getting the data points that I need to keep building this in a way that it's going to work. Right, exactly. So if you could have lunch with anybody, Vina, who would it be? Many people. So (laughs) I'm going to try to keep it down to a couple. Uh, I think I'll start with Magdalena Yesel. She's an immigrant Turkey, but she's one of the first board uh, members of uh, Salesforce, and she also wrote uh-huh. this book called Power Up. It's uh-huh, an incredible okay. story, and she's one of my role models. And if I had one more beast on their picture, I, he is the CEO of Google right now, and he started from a small town in India, and now he's the CEO. So it's an incredible rise what he's done. And I've always been a fan of Elon Musk too. All of these people love it. And and what was the name of the of the first lady? Magdalena Yesel. Magdalena Yesel. Okay. Yeah. And what was the book? Power Up? Yes. Awesome. There's a good one for everybody. Check it out. And uh, yeah, that would be a nice lunch. Let's get all three of them. Let's sit down with all three of them. How about that? <laughs> that would be great. Like, dream come true. All right. Dallas, if you're listening to this, Magdalena and Elon, uh, we'll see you there. What's your number one health habit? Oh, I'm not sure if I have one, but uh, I've been trying to. <laughs> I've been waking up and drinking green tea uh, the oh, last nice. couple of weeks with yeah. some little lemon, which is really good for your immune system. And I'm not really into coffee, but I did start to drink at a point, but it didn't really help me. So I'm like trying to not anymore, but stick to green tea. Love it. Love it. Little green tea, little lemon. Yes. Get some alkalinity going. Exactly. That's great. Uh, what's the best advice you ever received? Oh, wow. Let's see. I think think about this one. I, I receive a lot of good advice. I think to focus and not do too much because uh, when you're in entrepreneurship, there are so many things that are trying to get your attention. And one of my mentors is always about, he gave me this uh, four quadrants where you need to be in the second quadrant where you're running everything, but you're also working on healthy habits like exercising and everything. And the third and the fourth are you get an email and you have to you feel like you have to reply to it right now. And sometimes it's not something that's important. So focusing and doing things that have a high impact uh, so that you have time for yourself too in the end because entrepreneurs end up you know, working on their company and never having time for themselves. It's a great, great piece of advice there, Vina. Appreciate that. Wow, incredible work uh, that you guys are doing. Uh, that connection between the mind and the body is something we should all walk away with. The, the data that's pouring out of these VR systems, enabling value-based care and, and data-informed physical therapy. Incredible stuff here, Vina. I appreciate your time. If, if you can, just leave us with a, with a closing thought and then the best place where the listeners could learn more about you and uh, the company. Okay. Yeah, sure. I think for us, I'm working with patients and therapists. We, are, we have a mission now we want to bring down you know cost of therapy for and 
make it more efficient and faster for everybody and also within the reach of everyone who needs therapy, regardless of if they have insurance or not. And we cannot do this alone. We need your everybody's help, the people who are listening to this podcast, the payers, the hospitals, the therapists, and also the patients that are out there. Take a chance on this new technology before you, you know, dismiss it as a gimmick or not worth your time. It would be if you try it out and give it a chance. And to contact us, we are on link I'm on LinkedIn, so it's the company on Twitter. And our website is neurorehabbr.com. Outstanding, Vina. Really appreciate it. It's been a great episode. I've, I've learned a lot and I know the, that the listeners have too. So wishing you guys success and uh, thanks again for jumping on. Yeah. Thank you for having me. This is fun. Thanks for listening to the Outcomes Rocket podcast. Be sure to visit us on the web at www.outcomesrocket.com for the show notes, resources, inspiration, and so much more. 